You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hey, hello, and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove where I plan, produce, and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. And of course, here at Mobile Presence, it's all about growth. We talk to app marketers. We look at tools and technology. We look at hot topics. We look at everything you need to know to make your app into a sustainable business. And that's why we're just going to step back for a moment to one of the mega trends I've heard for year after year actually. And that is the importance of mining your app reviews. That is a gold mine of information. It's people telling you voluntarily, you're not even paying them. They're telling you what they like, love and hate about your app. There's a lot that you can glean from that. And that's why my guest today is Stuart Hall. He's co-founder and CEO of AppBot, a technology, a tool, a solution that does exactly this. So Stuart, first of all, Great to have you here on Mobile Presence. Thanks for having me. It's great to be on. So uh, for, for listeners, of course, you're coming to us from Australia. What's, what's the story here, Stuart? You're obviously an Australia app bot. Um, globally, uh, I would imagine, uh, uh, you know, a global tool I can get anywhere in the world. But uh, what got you into mobile and what keeps you in Australia? That's a great question, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, we are based in Australia. Very small percentage of our customers are here. The majority are through the US and and Europe. Um, but what keeps us in Australia? I think you know the the current climate means you can do this sort of business from anywhere. The you know the only challenge is you know the the time zones and taking calls with customers early in the morning or late at night. Otherwise, you know the internet's opened up opportunity to work from anywhere. We we love it here. In we live in Perth. Um, the weather's great. The beaches are great. The lifestyle's great. So, you know, we, we want to stay here as long as we can. I hear you there. And maybe, maybe you know, we can do a live broadcast at some point. Take it on the road. I'll be down there. Um, AppBot. That would be fantastic. Yeah, that would be good. So, so AppBot <laughs> is your baby. Um, 
you're 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 there. This is you know a great place. You have great climate, and you've got a, maybe a great climate to innovate. But what got you into mobile? Because I was looking at your background in advance of the show. I always do that. You know, looking and seeing that you've been there since the early days of the app store. Um, you know, developer, blogger, entrepreneur, very, very into AI and machine learning, maybe even before it was cool to do so. Yeah, that's right. Um, so the when the App Store kind of got announced, it got me pretty excited. I, I was a developer for a long time um, and I made some simple little apps that, you know, got some small traction and they did all right. Then kind of around 2010 is when it changed for me. Um, I met up with a day, guy called Dave McKinney um, and we looked to do a music discovery app it's called discover without the E um, it was basically a, a visual Pandora so you, you type in your favorite artist um, and then it would kind of pop out with a whole bunch of similar artists and you could listen to their music watch their videos read their bios and so on um, and people really loved it you know we went on over about two years and we had about four million downloads it was the number one app all around the world but um you know, in the end, we just never really managed to monetize it and we got crushed by the streaming services when, you know, services like Spotify started to come out. Um, but through that journey, kind of the, the process of learning to re read our user feedback and iterate based on that was, you know, really the learning out of that. And of course, that is priceless. I mean, I've been talking about it because I recall it was um, early on in sort of ASO, which is now app marketing optimization. I mean, it's everything. It's not just about the app, you know, on store, it's it's in store, off store, everywhere. Um, and the whole idea was that, you know, this is a gold mine of information. And people were saying, you know, they did they did it just on spreadsheets. I mean it was it was not easy to do. It's like, okay, I'm seeing this adjective to describe my app this many times. So great it's a great keyword. Uh, it's also something I need to fix, you know, if it says, you know, um, you know, sort of like crashes <laughs> too many times, you're getting a message. As I said, that was a spreadsheet thing. Now you've got actually AppBot, which is a tool that does this. I guess the question for me is, what's it focused on? Is it reviews for keywords? Is it reviews for feedback? Is it all of the above? Yeah, it's definitely all, all of the above. So we focus on we do sentiment analysis and we also do mm -hmm. clustering. So we, we take the, you know, we do all sorts of customer feedback, but you know, app reviews is one of the main use cases. So we, we take the, the free text and we analyze it with our AI and we can group it into different buckets. So we know which ones are talking about UX, which ones are support tickets, which ones, you know, who's a satisfied user, who's an unsatisfied user. So we can bucket it up and send it to the right department in different companies. Um, and then analyze the sentiment on there. So you can have a look at a release and easily find out, you know, if there's a particular problem with a, a page that's, you know, has a recurring theme, people are talking over and over again, how the, the sentiment trends over time. You can dig into specific countries. You know, we've had a, a customer recently, a, a really big app that probably most of your customers, your listeners would know. Um, and they found by digging in by country and looking at sentiment, there was really negative sentiment around the, the language. And what they'd actually done is shipped the, the wrong localization to that country. But, you know, they had no idea about it. Or they, you know, really drilled down and found out that, about that negative sentiment. 
That's really interesting because these are things that you don't, you're really not going to notice about your app, but it's great. It's out there in the wild and, and users are are telling you what they think. And this allows you to listen. I mentioned before the spreadsheets, that's probably why people didn't do this. This was a lot of heavy lifting. What actually am I getting in this tool? Am I getting something that can come back into, you know, my all singing, all dancing dashboard that lets me actually execute on this? I mean, because this needs to be part of my strategy. Uh, how's it actually feeding back into that? Yeah, so we, we have our own dashboards and people mm-hmm. use that in all different ways. So. You know, a lot of the big app developers have insights teams now. So the people looking at this user feedback and trying to surface out the insights, you know, there's there's teams of people in these large apps where it's their, their entire jobs. So, you know, they used to be doing it with spreadsheets, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, now they use AppBot to, um, to automate that process. Um, you know, a lot of people do embed our, our dashboards within their their dashboards internally or they you know they, they live in AppBot day to day so you know for whereas that's a, their specific role so and 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 is this something that has uh you know it is a glo- it's globally available um you mentioned for example the major client who figured out that they had the wrong localization how many languages is AppBot actually able to read as far as app store app store reviews go uh yeah we do all the all the languages on the app store and and google play so um the the machine learning is built to learn by language so we can we can support all the different languages which is one of the the major advantages we also do translations so um you know you can take an app review from a, a different language and convert it back to english or your your native language and you also do Amazon, Windows stores, I'm reading here. I mean, all of them. I mean, is it just uh, I can choose, because there are quite a number now of alternative app stores and, and getting to be more uh, consistently you know, growing, offering a lot of opportunity to app developers who are saying, okay, I don't want to do just iTunes, Google Play, do the others. How, what does that require on their end or on your end to take care of that? Yeah, so um, depending on the different stores, some of them are public, some of them you have to authenticate against. So mm-hmm. uh, you just go in and you, you add your app and then you're, then you're away. It's, it's quite a really simple process. Um, and we've just moved from just focusing on app reviews and you know a lot of our customers were telling us they wanted to be able to do the same sort of analysis on their other feedback. So you know a lot of the app developers do you know, entry and exit surveys or MPS surveys and things like that. So they're gathering feedback in lots of other ways rather than app reviews. So we've just started branching out to be able to analyze any sort of free text like that. Mm-hmm. So even if I have like a survey at the end, you know, how did you like my app? I see this more and more, you know, because they, they want to get you in that moment um, where it's relevant. You've just done something. It's like, so how did we do? Um, so what 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 is this? This can work with any feedback tool, or do you have to make that survey with them? How does that work? Yeah, so we have a, a bunch of sources we work with out of the box, or you can okay. upload a CSV file um, with the the text in it. Um, we also connect via Zapier, which supports over a thousand different sources. So almost anything you can get into AppBot. Um, yeah, so I think there's recently there was uh, an app called Superhuman. I'm not sure if you've heard about them. They wrote a really good blog post about 
using their their feedback to find product market fit um and you know they're really focusing on uh, asking the question of how, how would you feel if you could no longer use the product mm-hmm. and then they focus in on two things what do people really love about the product and what holds people back from loving the product um and then by using techniques you know via spreadsheets like you mentioned they managed to keep iterating until they found product market fit and they just raised a whole heap of money so this you know this process that they found is really what we're trying to automate and that's always an outcome that particularly my listeners will be interested in you know how is that and that is also incidentally you know a great segue because product is the new marketing i'm going to so many conferences speaking out there hearing people say you know it's great you have to do your aso you have to do your app marketing optimize your ua do everything you need to do but if the app isn't any good you're wasting your time and that's where i believe AppBot and what you offer um, can answer a lot of questions. And I've got plenty of questions, but right now we have to get a break. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back with Stuart Hall, co-founder, CEO of AppBot. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove. And we have today Stuart Hall, co-founder, CEO of AppBot. And Stuart, right before the break, we were talking about you know, the wealth of information available when you literally mine the reviews. But it's not just information that will help you, um, you know, optimize for ASO keywords. That's, that's important. But it's very exciting to think about the opportunity to understand what users want 
without having to pay a focus group. They're telling you, you know, I'd like to have this bug fixed, but I also like to have this feature fixed, you know, how to make that product marketing uh, fit, that product fit. Maybe you can give me an example of this in action. I mean, you know, maybe you have a, a, a case study to share of a company that said, yeah, I'll open it up to, uh, to crowdsourcing in a way, uh, get this information reviews and make an awesome app as a result. Yeah, the the uh, the one that jumps straight to mind is a, a large customer that um they did a massive re- redesign of their their profile page within their app, and they were telling us about how they're trying to track you know how people felt about that redesign. So they they used AppBot to use our custom topics, which that allows you to put in some some keywords to really narrow down the the feedback you're getting around that particular feature or page. Um, so in this case, they, they narrowed it down to everything that was talking about that profile page. And then, so they had a look at the, the sentiment around the profile page before they released and then, and then after they released. And then um, they used that to um, pull out the, the key themes that people, you know, it was quite a negative uh, feedback once it, once it changed because it was quite a large change and, you know, people often, you know, a bit, Bit hesitant to change so they they really used that to dig in and, and find out what people were complaining about and you know they, they found you know a number of features that they they'd lost and regressed on that people really used and loved so it, it allowed them to to iterate on that and really get that sentiment back up and people liking that page again what are some of the surprises because you know sometimes it might be like that one customer that you unfortunately can't name but i can imagine that it's one of a large customer because i'm looking at a list of your customers. You know, I've got quite a number of top-ranking um, apps, also companies, Pinterest, PayPal, Disney, Verizon, Twitter, Rovia, Microsoft, just to name a few. These are companies that, you know, that don't play. They might experiment a little bit, but it's always got a business reason behind it. What might be an example of where this feedback really just, you know, um, really was mind-blowing and, and uh, you know, told them either to scrap an app or or um, really try something completely different. Yeah, I mean, we, we have a we have a really large customer that has you know hundreds and hundreds of apps in in the app store. What they do is they make games, and then the games fade off or they become you know irrelevant. Uh, they they chop them from the app store. So they use analyze the sentiment and the trends around how those games are, uh, are going um, in time, and then then chop them off once they, they start to decline. Hmm. Well, that's an interesting uh, use I hadn't thought of, but it makes sense because if you are if you have a you know, family of apps, you want to know which ones do I really, really need to support, which ones do I need to take out, or which ones can I ignore, and that's something that sentiment and reviews will tell you. You know, if people aren't thrilled, then, and you have resources, put it into another app, Correct. Yeah, that's that's correct. I mean, this this is a you know the sentiment and trends are, are really important. We we have thirty five percent of the top charting apps as customers, so it shows you how important these large customers think about app reviews and you know improving their products. What about the? I mean, obviously, you know, it succeeds when you see that you have success. But are there like signs of? Um, how to approach this because you're, you're just picking up in re, in the reviews what people are saying 
but that doesn't tell you necessarily um, when you're succeeding because then you would see that by that not being in the reviews. I mean, is it is there a way to measure this or to approach this in a more uh, pragmatic way? Um, yeah, I mean, it's really using the sentiment. So your aim is, you know, as mentioned before, I, I think the main aim of any product is, you know, to try and get customers to tell other people about your app. So as you're trending the, the sentiment up and up, um, to more and more positive, you, you're finding those people are starting to share the app and tell, tell people about the app. So, um, that's the real thing that you're trying to measure and pushing that feedback more and more positive over time. Mm-hmm. And, and that feedback is something you can also maybe direct if you understand how these reviews are sort of, um, being grouped or, you know, seeing them in a different way that you can actually say, okay, now I know which ones to, to reply to or to manage those replies. I mean, one part of it is just the one-way conversation, you know, user to app developer, but how does it help in making a two-way conversation? Yeah, sure. We, we enable people to reply on the app store as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's still something that people are working out how to have those conversations, especially in a, you know, a public forum when it's a, you know, it's a negative app review and you're trying to, you know, extract information out of there, but you're doing it on a, a public forum. So, you know, it's, that's really in its infancy and people are still trying to work that out, but we, we do enable the replies and, you know, we, we offer some guidance around maybe redirecting them out to hopefully contact support and work, walk through the issue with them there. Um, but yeah, the, the two way conversation is really interesting and, you know, we, we have a really large customer that was telling us the other day that, you know, they, they get so much of this sort of feedback, they, they just can't even read it, let alone reply to it. They have, you know, they have buckets and buckets of data that, um, you know, comes in around you know, feature requests and people's comments, but it just goes into this big bucket that no one has time to look at. So, you know, th- there is so much to look at that um, that's where we're trying to enable people and really look at huge amounts of data on a, a trend level. So is this also a bit of my, literally, literally my eyes and ears that AI here in AppBot is also not just telling me about sentiment, but also um, maybe perhaps helping me answer, figure out the answers, or is this still still manual when you say you know, you're advising or, or giving your clients some idea of how they need to be replying to reviews, is that some inspiration or some automation? Uh, around the replying system inspiration, but we do surface, uh-huh. you know, all the, we're grouped by the, you know, the most common words and things like that. So we and, um, you know, spikes in negative sentiment. So we, we do surface those to the top. So that that's all automatic. And I think, you know, what one thing it really does solve is a lot of the time this information doesn't make it to the top of the tree. It, um, you know, it sits with the person doing the support or, or reading the app reviews. And then it's a bit of Chinese whispers going up the, up the chain, but with a tool like AppBot, you know, the, the product manager or the, you know, the CEO of a company, you can see the, you know, the real truth straight from the source. You have a way of describing this in one of your blogs I was reading, feedback driven growth. I really like that. That's yours. So I can't take it. Um, But it's a great way to look at a different type of growth. You know, when we talk about growth, we talk about growth hacking, we talk about uh, doing something in programmatic 
this is feedback driven growth. I mean, maybe you can explain what that really is because I have a feeling that that's going to be something we're going to be seeing a lot more of because it seems to be more lasting or at least more about loyalty. And we all want to go from acquisition only to retention. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I think it's a lot of what we've been talking about so far. And I think, you know, we read about on the tech blogs about all these companies that grow, you know, they launch and they're huge straight away. But in reality, I think most successful tech companies don't actually have that hockey stick growth. They have linear growth. Mm-hmm. They kind of launch really quietly and then they have very few customers in the early days and they constantly think they won't make it. But, you know, the companies that do make it, I think, they really focus in on those first few customers and they try and delight them as much as they can and then use these techniques to gather the feedback, um, analyze it, pull out the really key themes, find out why people are, you know, abandoning your app or not using your app or, you know, saying how it could be improved and just continually iterating until you find that product market fit. So the, Feedback-driven growth um, is really just that um, process of going round and round of gathering feedback, you know, tagging it, analyzing it, iterating, and then then starting again. Um, so, Stuart, the business value is very clear here, and um, that's great because some of our listeners will be listening and saying, "Yeah, you know, I get it. I understand that there is value." in App Store Reviews and AppBot is a tool that's going to aggregate that and bubble that up for me. What is exactly your business model around this? How do you at AppBot make money? Sure, so we're, we're a SaaS company with recurring monthly costs. So our off-the-shelf plans are between 50 and $200 a month. Um, and depending on how many users you want or the specific features, um, then we also have enterprise plans that you know, a specific above that, but yeah, it's a monthly recurring cost. And I mean, you have a number of very, very large companies, but is this something also for the Indies of interest? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we, we have a, a plan at $49 a month and we have a lot of indie developers that are using that, you know, they know how important app reviews are and the, the content coming out of them. And, you know, they're, I've been an indie developer. I know how busy you are and how many things you're trying to juggle. So, a tool that can automate this for you is extremely beneficial. I was going to say, and you as an indie developer, maybe this even came out of your own experience where you said, man, if I only knew what they were thinking about the app, I could have, you know, done something differently or fixed it earlier. Was that the inspiration here? Yeah, definitely. I had a, an app called seven minute workout that I made and I made it as an experiment. Um, really. And I, I wanted to blog the experience of, you know, listening to customers and iterating and, you know, I grew that over 18 months and blogged the whole experience and grew it to 2.3 million downloads and eventually got acquired. And, you know, that really fleshed out the process. And it was um, part of that blog. I mean, I'm wondering, is that still out there to uh, to check out there, Stuart? You know, it's a be interesting yeah, it to is. see that experience documented, you know, day one, day two of my app development adventure. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it originally was a five-part blog post, um, that, um, but it, it's been put together in one blog post called the App Store Experiment, and it's on Medium. Um, you know, it did quite well. It was back in the when it was released. It was the third most read article on Medium for the month, and, um, you know, it's had almost a million views, I think. So 
it was really successful. So something still relevant, something we should still all check out. I think I will. I think you gave me that link. I'm definitely going to check that out. And listeners, we do have to go to break for the moment. But when we get back, we're going to be talking more about the nuts and bolts of what you can do and what you should and shouldn't do, maybe is better put, do's and don'ts of getting more out of your reviews that'll pay off for your app. So don't go away. We'll be right back after the break. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2019. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we're back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove. And we have today Stuart Hall, co-founder and CEO of AppBot. And Stuart, it's great speaking with you about your experiences with reviews, Um, what we get out of reviews, why we need to pay attention to reviews. And you are giving advice to your clients increasingly on how to answer reviews. I mean, to kick it off, what's like the weirdest or oddest or just the most surprising review that you've had to deal with on behalf of a client? Yeah, I mean, I think personally, one of the funniest reviews I ever got was one guy talking about... um, how he always remembers he found my app because he was eating the greatest sandwich of his life while he was eating it. Um, <laughs> and you, know, you do get some really funny app reviews. Um, you know, there's people out there with some, some great senses of humor. 
Absolutely. And I'm just wondering, so they can be odd. They can be a little, you know, unexpected, which is all the more reason to understand how you're going to answer them. And that's what you're giving some advice on. So just at a high level, Stuart, a couple of do's and don'ts. I mean, what should I never do when I'm answering a review? You know, I'm getting some bad feedback. Uh, what don't I do? I think the, the key thing to remember with app reviews, you know, compared to other support is your reply is going to be public on the app store. So, you know, your potential future customers are going to come and land there and potentially see your response. So, you know, your response there reflects on you quite a lot. So I would say, you know, you, know, you see a lot of app reviews that are just like, you know, and the replies where, you know, you're completely wrong, you're an idiot and things like that. And, you know, the, you know, definitely never do that. One, you should never talk to your customers like that. But two, you know, other customers in the future see that, you know, they're not going to download your app. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, the, the real key that um, for, for me is, you know, try and be you know, empathetic to the, to the customer, um, you know, reiterate their problem, thank them for, for leaving the review and, and give them some sort of hope that you're going to fix their, their issue in the future or, you know, thank them for their, their great review and tell them how much it helps. They're really like the key things I tell people. Mm-hmm. Should you make promises? Should you say, yeah, we're going to fix it by X or we're going to add that feature by X? I mean, it makes you sound as if you're responsive. You're certainly empathetic, but can you also potentially shoot yourself in the foot by promising what you can't deliver? Yeah, I think, you know, you got to be very careful about not promising what you can't deliver, but, you know, mm-hmm. you, you definitely can promise to that you're going to bring it up with the team or, you know, take it to the product managers or, or things like that. And it you know, just customers really um, respond to knowing that you, you've you listened to them and you're going to take that feedback and, and pass it on. Speaking of feedback, is there a rule for how often, because I can think of a number of features I'd really love to see on some apps, but I might be the lone wolf out here asking for it. I mean, do you have a, a rule of thumb about how often you need to see a request for something or, or a company should see a request or something show up in what AppBot is surfacing before they actually act on it? You know, because features aren't cheap. No, definitely not. I think, um, you know, it's not necessarily a, a number, but, you know, the, the things that come to the top of the list, so, you know, the things get, you classify everything and then certain things always bubble to the top of the list that become the most common thing. So, you know, I think if, if one person is asking for something, you know, you're definitely not going to build that. But, you know, most companies have their, their process around, you know, taking the, the customer feedback and looking at the most requested themes and then finding out, you know, a lot of the time those replies will actually be the, you know, the solution, but it's really looking at that solution and going, what's the actual pain point this customer is having and how can we solve that in the best possible way for our app? Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's the real key. Okay. And uh, so... You know, you've got a lot of firsthand experience. You've got a lot that you can also share. I'm sure our listeners will want to keep up with you. You know, you've obviously been writing on mediums. You might have some blogs you want to share or other things. How can they catch up with you, stay up to date with what you're writing, what you're doing over at AppBot? What's the best way? 
Sure. The, the two best ways is I write over on our uh, Medium publication, which is stories.atbot.co, mm-hmm. or they can follow me on Twitter, uh, Stuart, S-T-U-A-R-T-K-Hall is my Twitter handle. Um, and then I'm, I'm sharing a lot of my thoughts on that. Okay. And we'll have both of those in our show notes. Also a link to your Medium. I'll have to check that out more often, Stuart. Great to have you on mobile presence and uh, listeners if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on mobile presence then you can email me peggy peggy at mobilegroove.com mobile groove is also where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services and that my friends is a wrap of yet another episode of mobile presence of course you can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm or you can find our shows on itunes stitcher spreaker spotify and iHeartRadio simply by searching mobile presence so until next time remember every minute is mobile so make every minute count we'll see you soon The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.